Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie and Katie and JC, and we are talking about our one cool LGBTQ gal. So Bonnie already talked about Leslie Gore, and JC already talked about Rosa Bonner. Close enough. Yeah. It's ish. There we go. Yes. It's <laughs> French. Bonner. Uh, exactly. From Bordeaux. That one I can say because it's the name of a wine. Yes. <laughs> But before we dive back in, I am going to let you know what is on the Gals Guide calendar for this week. So for the week of June 20th through the 26th, we actually have a book signing. So Rue Sparks, who is a local author, is going to do a fantastic signing of their books. Fable of Wren is their newest book. Now, in these wonderful books that Rue Sparks publishes, a lot of the characters are either queer or non-gendered, non-binary characters. So we're very excited to have Rue for LGBTQ Month. So please come visit the library Saturday, uh, June 25th from 2 to 4 and meet Rue. You will not be disappointed. She is a flippin' delight. (laughs) I do love her. So I want to know, though, randomly to my cohorts, and they're all very heavily invested in trying to do research. I can see it. But my question for them is, what historical figure would have been far more interesting if they were gay or trans? I actually came up with an answer for you. (gasps) You did, Katie. What is your answer, darling? Jesus. (laughs) Yes! Yeah, I mean, I think it would just really... That would make the story it. more intriguing and maybe it would help some Republicans get the stick out of their ass. This is very true, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is very we're all God's children. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he was Jewish and they don't really seem to care about that. <laughs> right, exactly. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be very hard to beat Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled out the big guns. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> I'm stuck between two. I was gonna say, so who's gonna say God? No, I'm just kidding. No, anyway, go ahead. I figure they go with Mary. <laughs> Mary. It would have been hilarious if uh-huh. Mary was. Oh dead. goodness. <laughs> Sorry, JC, you sounded like you had an answer. No. I'm, uh, sort of, I'm stuck between two. Yes. Either like George Washington would just be fun. Mm. I know, right? Or like Martin Luther was when yes. I popped up on the list. I was like, it would be funny if uh, you were right? gay or a trans. Dun, dun, dun. Might have changed history a little How bit. How would have the world shaped up a little bit? Know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Those, those tape recordings might have been a little different. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This is true. Bonnie, what about you? What are you I thinking? was trying to make sure that she didn't actually she wasn't for sure okay yeah 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 or yeah. had any escapades escapades um, janet jackson uh, are we talking about sorry that's janet jackson <laughs> had a song called escapade um <laughs> alice roosevelt oh with yeah, yeah, her yeah. causing issues for her daddy yes would have been so much worse this is true if she had a little girlfriend mm-hmm. or was 
wearing trousers. Well, she did wear trousers. Yeah, I've seen like that she yes. did it like once when they forbade okay. her to see a dude, but that seems like oh. it was a one-time thing. Ah. So, so for funny. our listeners who are maybe new to the wonderfulness that is Alice, I believe it's Longworth Roosevelt. Roosevelt Longsworth. Longworth. Okay. Uh, her father, Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. said, I can either run the United States or I can control Alice, but I cannot do both. Uh, and she smoked. She, she smoked. smoked. She drove. She drove a car. She wore pants once, at least. I think she she had a pet snake. If it wasn't a snake, oh, it was a did, monkey. That's right. She did have one unruly like pet in the snake. White House. Because, like, the reporters or something like that, like, she would let it loose on them or something like that <laughs> i feel like it was a snake okay that makes but sense if it wasn't a snake then i bet it was a monkey yeah but if and she were, was gay or trans it would be amazing because it'd be like yes bring it mm-hmm. all the things <laughs> all the things daddy could disapprove of because uh-huh. that was i'm trying to think of what era that was if that was the bloomer era right even if she wore bloomers instead of well there was the car era so it might have been after the bloomers yeah because she did have a car. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Wilson was definitely at the end. Right. Suffrage. Yep. Because, you know, his wife forced his unconscious hand to sign the 19th mm. Amendment. <laughs> we're still we're still determined that he was unconscious. And I'm still just she was president <laughs> that she was like so against suffrage. But the lady is running a country. <laughs> right. Exactly. Women shouldn't have that kind of power. Meanwhile, I need to sign this document. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even worry about it. Somebody needs to run this country. Dun, 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 dun. Um... Oh my gosh. So now I'm trying to think of a fantastic character. Um, who? Shoot. I didn't think of this question. I mean, like, I thought of this question, but then I didn't I think of an answer to this making. question. <laughs> so terrible. Oh my gosh. Um, dun, 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 dun. Who would have been more interesting in history if they were gay or trans? I mean, immediately. Uh, I want to say the leader of the Westboro Baptist Church. For sure. <laughs> because then I feel like we wouldn't have all this hate and spite. <laughs> I don't know, but don't you always wonder when somebody doth protest too much? It's usually it's like, a fear of what they the hate ends. in others is what they feel like they have, but they are just rejecting it. So, right. you know, you're, I don't know. you're right. So probably you really know, the but... leader of Westboro Baptist Church probably is already gay or trans. <laughs> Uh, just yeah. by association. And that sounds evil to say, too. <laughs> Have you seen them? As evil. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, absolutely terrible. I'm just waiting for my yeah. pence to come out. Right? Like, wait. Any day. This is true. <laughs> that is, And I'm like, I'm, try, I'm like going political, uh, erase, 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 no, they erase. they won't allow that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, there, I know there's a writer that was on the tip of my tongue that I was just like, has to be, has to be. Oh, um... Um, well, no, I think was. I always go River Phoenix in Keanu Reeves. I think, mm. I think something happened there. Oh, I was I not in that. the room. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have any evidence. I still think Keanu was really, like, too sad when River Phoenix died. Mm. But they would have been a power couple of beyond every power couple, and it would have been great. What was that movie they did together? My Own Private Idaho, mm. which was a gay parable uh-huh. and directed mm. by a gay man. Yeah. So I'm like, going, come on. <laughs> yes. So I do love that one. So, all right, I'm going to go with that. 
So, ha ha ha. That has nothing at all whatsoever to do with the gal that I'm going to be talking about, by the way. (laughs) Oh, just you wait. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. So my my gal is the co-founder of Gay, G-A-I, which stands for Gay American Indians. Nice. Right? Exactly. It's so gay. I love it. So she is an author, a photographer, and a human rights advocate for women and Native Americans. And just like, I stumbled upon her, and then I went deep dive, and I just, I absolutely love this woman. So her name is Barbara May Cameron. Uh, She was born in 1954. She grew up at Standing Rock Indian Reservation in North Dakota, which has been in the news of recent, you know, years. Um, She is a member of the Hunk Papa Lakota tribe. So again, I wonder if Claire knows about her because Claire is in that area of Lakota tribeness. Uh, But Barbara was raised by her grandparents. She went to school on the reservation. And then she furthered her education by going to the American Indian Art Institute in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. She married, she married, she majored, that's the word, <laughs> in photography and film. So right away, my old filmmakerness is like, connection. tell me more. I like it. So in 73, at the age of 19, she moves to California. I was 18 when I moved to California. So again, loving this. Um, She attended the San Francisco Art Institute. I did not go there because that's a very prestigious school. Uh, She won awards for her photographs and for her filmmaking while she was there. Uh, But in 1975, Barbara and Randy Burns, which is just a really great name, Mm -hmm. by the way, Randy Burns, they (laughs) co-founded Gay, G-A-I. So Gay American Indians. Barbara said that her reason for founding the organization was that Native American gay people had different needs and struggles than the gay white community. Uh, She wrote, quote, we must not only struggle with the racism and homophobia of straight white America, but must also struggle with the homophobia that exists within our third world communities we form alliances loosely based on the fact that we have a common oppressor yet we do not have a commitment to talk to each other about our own fears and misconceptions about each other so there's something about being in an excluded group and then being in an even more Mm -hmm. excluded group within that that really kind of isolates you Mm -hmm. and she wanted to do something about that um So in the 80s, she helped organize Lesbian, Gay, and Freedom Day parade and celebration that took place on the streets of San Francisco. And yes, that is now known as the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade. Um, It started in 1970, the the San Francisco Parade, and it had about 20 to 30 people in 1970. Uh, They walked on June 27th. Then the next day, 200 people joined in at Golden Gate Park, where they had the Christopher Street Liberation Gay Inn. So, like, read in or sit in, it was a gay inn. So, I was all about it. Um, The police department, of course, decided to raid the event, because that's what they were doing in the 70s. Um, Seven people were taken into custody that day, but there was no charges for anybody. What? Right. uh, Lewd conduct. Because being gay in public was yeah. considered lewd conduct. They were conduct. Just doing that sodomy right in front of everybody. They weren't. They had a sign. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gay liberation. Yes. Lewd. Oh, oh please. <laughs> 
Uh, but Barbara ran this parade from 1980 to 1985. Nowadays, the parade, it says on the website, it is the largest gathering of LGBTQ people and allies in the nation. They don't have, you know, the last couple of years of data because uh, COVID. But in 2015, 1.8 million people were at San Francisco Pride Parade. I mean, that's a lot of people. (laughs) And it's in two days. So two-day celebration, almost two million people. Wow. Uh, But yeah, so she ran it from 80 to 85. Uh, So now her writing, because we are a library and we love the ladies who write, she had a couple of anthology pieces. (gasps) What? (laughs) Because Gals Guide has an anthology. Shameless plug. Um, In 1978, Barbara was in Our Right to Love, a lesbian resource book. She had a piece in there. In 1981, she was in the anthology This Bridge Called My Back, Writings of Radical Women of Color. I, I just love the idea. It's backbreaking work. My I back know. is a bridge. It's, it's a just a powerful memoir or powerful uh, statement. Uh, in 1983, she was in the anthology Gathering of Spirit, a collection of writing and art by North American Indian women. There was 12 native lesbians. Next. Can I just tell you how much I love the term native lesbian? So I know it means Native American lesbians, but native lesbian, it's like they're living in their natural habitat. They're just, they're just native. Just so many levels of that phrase is like, yes, please. Yes, we need to use that more often. Also, it needs to be on a t-shirt. I'm just saying native lesbian. Um, she also went to Nicaragua to learn and to help fellow women in need. Uh, she called herself uh, Sermanos Hermanas. We are sisters. And that was the group that she worked with uh, in Nicaragua. Uh, in the late 80s, she got into politics. So this is where her and I kind of differ because politics, I go, ugh. <laughs> But she goes, yes, I'm going to make a difference. So uh, she was vice president of the Alice B. Toklas LGBTQ Democratic Club. Um, If you don't know, Alice was born in San Francisco. Therefore, the San Francisco tie is very close. Um, After the, the big earthquake and then the fire that was in San Francisco. Alice moved to Paris and then had a uh, relationship with Gertrude Stein for 40 years. So Mm -hmm. Alice has got that San Francisco tie, but then she's also got that queer tie as well. Um, Alice was an avant-garde artist and is very famous for her fudge recipe that includes cannabis. So if you ever saw the movie, thank you so much, Alice B. Tokla, it's just about thank you for putting weed in brownies. (laughs) I mean, it's funny when that's the biggest thing you are most famous for, but whatever. So there was a club that, you know, that Barbara was in. Um, Back to Barbara. So she was the co-chair of the Lesbian Agenda for Actions. I mean, as much as I love a gay agenda, a lesbian agenda is also lovely Mm -hmm. as well, because you got to have those agendas. She was a delegate for Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Coalition, if anybody remembers the... He meant, well, the Rainbow Coalition. I'm going to have people from everywhere and all diversities and all, you know, races and co- working together for politics. And I'm like, it's Jesse. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. But she was in the Rainbow Coalition. So, yay. Um, she was appointed by the mayor of San Francisco, Diane Feinstein, who is now either a senator or 
uh, congresswoman. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think Diane. Fa- she's she's there still today, um, and she was the mayor of San Francisco at one point. She was appointed Barbara to run the Citizens Committee on Community Development, um, and to be on the San Francisco Human Rights Commission mm-hmm. as well. The next incoming mayor was Frank Jordan, and he asked Barbara to serve on the United Nations Commission mm-hmm. on the Status of Women. Mm-hmm. So she then moved to the United Nations. Um, within her community as well, she decided to help the, uh, it was the CUAV, which is the community against, uh, violence, the community against violence. She was the executive director and helped domestic and hate crime survivors. Um, in 1992, she was awarded the Harvey Milk Award for community service. Uh, she was the first one to receive a Bay Area Career Women Community Service mm-hmm. Award as well. Um, and not surprisingly, in the 80s, being in San Francisco, she very much was in the movement to help with the AIDS crisis mm-hmm. that was going on. Um, she really put a focus on with the AIDS crisis to indigenous peoples. Mm-hmm. So she traveled from Indian Reservation throughout the United States to actually talk about <coughs> um, what this disease is, how it is being spread, awareness, mm-hmm. and then also medication as well. Um, she also was a participant in the International Conference on AIDS in Berlin as well, representing how it was affecting Native American communities on the reservation. Um, She was on the board of directors for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, um, also the American Indian AIDS Institute, which I didn't even know there was a thing, but um, she was on the board of directors of it. She was even a consultant for the CDC. <laughs> so the CDC, I know, right? Exactly. Um, for the CDC and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, which is pretty much mm-hmm. a, a sister organization to the CDC, when it came to um, the AIDS crisis. Uh, Barbara's partner of 21 years was Linda Boyd. The two of them raised a son together, and they're absolutely adorable. Um, I think they would have been together longer had they met earlier, and Barbara wasn't working so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the 21 years was she finally like, oh, look, there's other people to share a life with. (laughs) And so either that or Linda just absolutely like, you know captured her heart uh but barbara died in 2002 it is said of natural causes but she's only 47 she's two years older than i am right now and she did all this stuff before 47 and i'm like wow i've got to do more stuff guys (laughs) she did all of that in 47 years um, but she was brought to rest, uh, her final rest, in South Dakota. So she was brought back to an Indian reservation. Um, and she says, quote, I rediscovered myself there. She wrote on a visit to Standing Rock in 1981. She said, quote, I was sad to leave, but I recognized that it was a significant part of my life that never left and never will. And that's the part that gives me strength, the strength of my people's enduring history and the content belief in the sovereignty of our lives. So she kind of left, you know, the reservation, went to the wild streets of San Francisco, but it really was like pulling her back uh, home to, to Standing Rock. And so she was buried there. But girl does so much. It's okay. incredible. I know, right? Yes. Never heard of her... 
I know, right? My gosh. (laughs) I mean, her name has to be like everywhere in the 80s. And yet, no, (laughs) Barbara Mae Cameron had never heard of her and stuff. Yes. Do you have any questions? I'm very glad you introduced her to us. That's an incredible story. (laughs) Incredible life. Death certificate. I know. Ancestry. I know. Exactly. It does, because it says natural, I mean, on her profiles, it says natural causes, but I'm like, natural causes at 47? I mean, couldn't that just be an illness? I like mean, if you had pneumonia or... But it's also 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not talking about, you know, a prolonged illness or any... Yeah, it just... Huh. Yeah, it just doesn't... There's something about it that seems a little like, but what? Yeah. <laughs> But also, um, what was it they used to say in the 80s during the AIDS crisis, though? They would say that celebrities who died of AIDS died of, oh, gosh, what did they used to say? Um, There was actually a phrase for it. It wasn't natural causes. Oh, prolonged illness. That's what they called died of AIDS in the 80s, prolonged illness. I feel like now they do... uh Heart conditions for celebrities when it's really like drugs. Yeah, when it's an overdose. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, Prince, they said he had a heart attack. I'm like, no, he got some sketchy meds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the the thing is, when you're a music star, do not get the flu or pneumonia and also be taking pills for concerts. (laughs) That's how we've lost uh, a lot of them. (laughs) They get the flu and then they take some kind of like amphetamines and then... hmm. Yeah, the human body's not meant for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. That's I think that's my strong message that I have there. Just don't do drugs. <laughs> but yes, any questions? That whole time I was thinking, yeah. how mu- how cool would it have been if Wilma Mankiller was great? <gasps> Gay or oh, that is so true. Yeah, know that. Just by name alone, yes. right? Exactly. Yes, man killer. That's right, I am. <laughs> Damn fierce lesbian named man killer. <laughs> she had a very lovely husband. <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. All right, well, then I shall wrap it up, darling. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. Woot! For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>